1: program is brought to you by Ridgway Community Church.
2: Today is an encore presentation of real talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show
3: Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, watching me on Facebook Live, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Thanks a lot for tuning in. And of course, on the most listened to Christian Talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country. W-A-V-A, 105.1 FM, right here in the nation's capital, covering all of Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C., Maryland, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. This is a call-in talk show. The number's 888-432-7434. And if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. If you're not new, go ahead and say it with me. Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, that's today. And then open, phone-in Fridays, anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. But today, it's Theological Thursday, and I'd like to talk to you about the theology of eternity and everlasting life. The theology of eternity and everlasting life. Life. Did you know those are two different things, by the way, eternity and everlasting life? Let's talk about it. Maybe you have a question about what's next. Uh, What is eternity? What is everlasting life? Uh, What does that mean for you personally, your family? Uh, What does God's word say about it? Let's talk about it. There's also something known as the theology of eschatology which is the doctrine of the last things, what happens in the last days. A lot to talk about today. I want to talk to you, answer your questions, address your questions, even if I can't answer them. We uh, don't have all the answers here, but we surely do know the one who does. And we've got the good book, thank God, his word, to help us along the way, not to mention the Holy Spirit and great listeners who also have a lot of wisdom. So I think we'll be okay setting the table here for a conversation. You don't have to believe what I believe. I'll tell you what my opinion is. I'll tell you what I believe the Word of God says. And then, of course, you can just pull up a chair and, uh, you know, let's have a conversation about it. You're not going to agree with me on everything. I'm not going to agree with you on everything. That's the way it works. That's why we're so different, right? Yet we can have the conversation and agree to disagree and make sure that we're not being disagreeable. How's that sound? Let me give you my number again. Commit our Time over to the Lord. And let's talk about the theology of eternity and everlasting life. Eight 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 Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for eternal life. Thank you for uh, the fact that you've called us to be with you forever and evermore. Would you enlighten us today and show us something, maybe even something we didn't know before. Encourage our hearts, we pray, in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, theologically speaking, God created human beings to live forever. When he created humankind, that was Adam, Eve, and everyone that would come from them. He never created them to die. He never created them to have disease or to have sickness. Uh, And so realize that you were created to live forever. All right. Now, because sin has come into the picture when God told Eve, Adam not to eat of the forbidden fruit his wife did she was deceived by uh, the devil who came in the form of a serpent and then uh, offered it to her husband knew it was wrong he did it anyway and at that point uh, God stepped in and began to deal with the sin of humanity as a result of it uh, that which was uh, beautiful became ugly and the thing that was affected most of all was our worship our work uh in our oneness all right so our oneness with god now there was separation there because of sin our worship uh and our work you know what we Uh, What we do would now become harder and the ground and the field would now become harder. So uh, God then kicks man out of the garden and there is the fallenness that continues to take place from generation to generation. And every human born is born into sin, shaped in iniquity. But remember When he breathed life into man, he breathed in him a living soul. So that means you are an eternal being and you will live for eternity regardless of your belief, regardless of whether you are an atheist or an agnostic, a cynic, a skeptic, uh, a believer in Jesus. It doesn't matter. Uh, Every human being is an eternal being animals are not eternal beings uh they uh, do not have a living soul although some of you think your animals probably do um but animals don't have a soul uh, but humans do and we will live forever okay that's the theology of eternity or eternality they have every single human is eternal now there is a difference between eternity and everlasting life now, I said that every human being would live eternally, but some will live eternally in death. Some will live eternally in life. And that is going to be dependent on uh, how m- man's sins are dealt with that separated man from God in the first place. Remember, sin, separ- which is rebellion, uh, rep- you know, separated Man from God, that's what death is. Death means separation. All right. That's the definition of death. And so now uh, we would be separated from God because of our sin. So unless the sin problem is taken care of, the separation remains. So this is why God sent his son, Jesus, an unblemished, perfect lamb who would then take away the sins of the world so the sin problem can be dealt with. We're forgiven of those sins. The penalty of separation eternally eternally, uh, now is wiped away and we can now be back into a right relationship with God because he took care of the sin problem through his son, Jesus. So when you, by faith, receive jesus as your lord that handles the sin problem and you will no longer be separated from god in eternity so now you have something called everlasting life this is why the scripture says for god so loved the world he gave his one and only son that whoever would believe in him john 3:16 says would not perish or die but have everlasting life life. So that everlasting life comes when the person who is life, Jesus, comes into our life who took care of the sin problem. Now, if you're under the sound of my voice and you have not accepted Jesus as your Savior and your Lord, you've not received him by faith, then you'll still live eternally, but you'll live in eternal death and separation. The separation comes because of sin. So unless the sin problem is taken care of, the separation remains but god loves you so much he offers a way to get rid of the sin all right so now you have a choice to respond to that love or not are you with me did i lose you we're still good well call me i'm back in just three minutes David Anderson and I have Michelle on the line from Oxford Graduate School. She's a student there at Oxford. Michelle... Welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
4: Thank you for having me, and good afternoon to you.
3: Why do you go to Oxford Graduate School?
4: The reason why I chose Oxford over some of the other schools that I was looking at is because of their curriculum. It is truly designed for the student, and what I mean by that is because the programs are research-based. So that allows the student to really delve into their subject and truly become masters of of that subject because it gives you the opportunity to explore and go beyond any textbook. What what I love about the school and the opportunities that it provides, even though I'm a distance learner, is that the program at Oxford is a hybrid program, meaning that you have time that you spend all Campus There in Tennessee uh, for a week at a time as you begin each of your core of classes, and then you go home to do your research and submit your coursework online. So I love the fact that you still have the instruction in the classroom environment as well as time to do the research on your own and interact uh, via the Internet. So it's a perfect win-win for a working adult.
3: If you want more information, check them out at OGS.edu. That's OGS.edu, or give them a call, 423-775-6596.
5: Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand-new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. Welcome back to
6: Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or to find resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline anytime at 888-432-7434. For rebroadcast of this program or to watch live, visit bcctv.org. Join our text community and receive a free weekly inspiration text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's INSPIRE to 50555. Now, back to real talk.
3: go hang on there we go my dj is working it out over there sorry about that welcome back to real talk with dr david anderson all those who are on facebook live thanks for tuning in so far laura and paul and uh daryl and the rest of you thank you so much uh, for tuning in by the way uh somebody mentioned my bracelet if you can see it here uh this is a white agate stone my wife made it for me as well as the beads so whenever you see me in beads or bracelets that's because she handmade them for me so i hope you like them all right All right. Hey, listen, if you want to call me, my number is 888-432-7434. We're talking today about the theology of eternity and everlasting life, uh, the theology of eternity and everlasting life. One of the questions on Facebook, what about all the people that died before Jesus? A great question. So when you think uh, about the Garden of Eden, here you uh, have this uh, sin, So what does God do? God has to now provide a sacrifice that can uh, innocent third party that can take on the sins. Of the human beings so that the human beings can go free. That's where you get all the lamb sacrifices. And it started all the way back in the garden when they knew that they were naked. Uh, The Lord kills an animal, rips off the skin, and covers their shame. An innocent third party who didn't do anything had to die and shed his blood so that uh, the sins of man could be covered. That was a foreshadowing of what would be in the future when Jesus uh, would be sacrificed as the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. So then what about all those people prior to Jesus? Well, the faith that Abraham, for instance, it talks about Abraham in Romans 15 and other passages, the faith that the Jewish people had in God— Uh, was faith forward toward Jesus or toward this promise or this sacrifice that would be made for them. So when they were following God, when they put their faith in their God, it says in Galatians and in Romans that it was credited to Abraham righteousness. In other words, he was declared righteous uh, because of the sacrifice that would be made for them in the future. Now, everybody after Jesus, our faith goes back, right? 2,000 years backwards to the cross. So their faith was forward to the cross. Our faith is backwards to the cross, but it all is pointing toward the cross. Prior uh, to Jesus was all the prophecy toward the cross and all the sacrifices toward the cross. And so when they put their faith in God and in the sacrifices toward the cross, whether they even knew it or not, they were trusting and following God. And that's why in the New Testament it says it was accredited unto Abraham righteousness. He was justified and made righteous by his faith all right by his faith in god uh and trusting god but it was faith forward and ours is in a sense faith backwards in that we're looking back uh something that happened even before uh we were born but it all ends and begins with jesus and we could see all the pretypes prototypes prophecies uh toward jesus from the garden all the way to the from the garden of eden all the way to the garden of gethsemane and uh indeed uh, the death burial and resurrection of jesus 888 432 7434 let's go to jay Jay's in chesapeake beach maryland hi jay welcome to the show how are you sir I'm good
7: thanks for taking my call back honestly
3: it's my pleasure what are you thinking
7: So, well, my question is more so, when is it appropriate to ask the question of eternity with, like, say, family members, uh, you know, people that are close to you, as far as where they are in their walk, and whether they've accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, and and doing it respectfully, uh, you
1: know, where they don't
7: take it, you know, as just you don't believe they are believers or something to that effect. Um, yeah. I'm having this situation right now with my father,
3: Okay. who's
7: elderly and, and having some health issues, and and um, you know, so so again, I, you know, my understanding is, you know, in order to go to heaven, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. It doesn't right. matter that you you were raised in the church or you, you know you went through catechism mm-hmm. or or whatever, right? Uh, you know, you, you still you still have to take that step. And I was just wondering what your take was on when that's when when that's inappropriate or when to have that conversation or, or how to have it in a, in a yeah. respectful way. I love because um, I think some of the older generation think feel as a, it's a my father's comment to me was it's a personal matter. And it's like, well, you know, it, it may very well be a personal matter. But, you know, but just for me, I guess in a, from a selfish standpoint, I wanted to know that my father was
3: in the right place. Well, know? it's an eternal it's an eternal matter. The, your question is about strategy, and I like it, by the way. Great question. A loving question. Uh, so what I might do is that, I mean, the time is now, no doubt. He's getting older, uh, and and his, his health is failing. And so, you know, when you have time and space with him, again, uh, I think the way to have the conversation is to have conversations around death, uh, not just eternity. For instance, hey, Dad, uh, is there anything else on your bucket list? that you would love to do, you know, before you die, that sort of thing. And so when people start talking about their right. bucket list, that's a good a good way to get it into uh, eternity, you know, and death. And so, you know, if you could die any way you want it to or at any age you want it to, when would you do it? I mean, people have these kind of conversations at parties. They're on cards. But, you know, these are all kind of uh, ancillary questions that are going to get you to the real question, but still – It's good because it's getting you in the orbit of talking about eternity. You know, if you could die any way you wanted to or if you could die at any age you wanted to, when would you die? That sort of thing. And that's when you come in with, well, what about the other side? What do you hope the other side is like? Right? And so what you're doing is you're getting their thoughts about eternity. Do you think that maybe they're going to think right. maybe they think that they're going to see Jesus? Uh, maybe they think that they don't know. They'll say, you know, I don't know what the other side is. Or maybe they think that, uh, you know, they'll see grandma again. But at least now you're, you've you moved from death on this earth from the bucket list now to what your hopes are for eternity. Once you're in that zone, right. now you're just waiting for the right opening uh, to t- now talk about jesus you know jesus talks about eternal life or i'm hoping to have eternal life because of my relationship with with jesus what are your thoughts about do you think, jesus
7: do you think it's too forward to, to because i've I kind of skipped that part and, and actually brought it up in a, in a letter that i read to him and he took it you know kind of kind of maybe where from the standpoint where I was kind of stepping across maybe a boundary of, of again, it being a personal decision. Right. And, and not something that, you know, he openly felt that he wanted to share that you know and and what's
3: hard kind of yeah it's hard to get that it's hard to get that intimate right away again i'm giving you some ways to warm it up before you just jump right on in there you know so if you got the letter and it's basically it's talking about heaven hell eternity jesus and all this other stuff again if somebody does feel like it's personal they're you're gonna they're gonna stop right there they're gonna feel defensive or whatever but i think if you're talking about death and dreams and hopes i think that gets you in the right the right sphere
7: Right, and moving forward, I can use that approach with with other family members. Obviously, it's you know my father's not my only person I'm concerned about with with eternity, but um, you know again because I think I think a lot of people see that as kind of a a touchy subject, and it's 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 a hard subject to broach, you know. And, and like you said, maybe kind of going a roundabout way and saying that's right. Where your your thoughts, you know, what, what do you think the other side's going to be like, and and, right. and maybe add like how do you think you get there? Like, I mean, yeah
3: the, yeah do, and again Again. do you have any regrets is there anything you want me to do on the earth any dreams you have for me any conversation around the orbit of death and life will get you to the ultimate uh conversation but what i would do is i'd let the conversation unveil let the let the path reveal itself don't go in with uh right. with uh you know I'm going to have this particular conversation. Let let them tell you right. what door to walk through. It makes it a whole lot easier when you just listen to the spirit and listen to them and if the timing is right, it uh, it will uh reveal right. it, re- it will reveal itself. Uh, and I, and I think that God right, is right. God is involved in your conversation there. He wants to have it uh with your right. father and so he's with you. You keep praying about it right. and remember that even when you leave uh the room He's still thinking about it, the questions you asked. Right. And that's the good news. You've got to plant the seed. Yeah, let God yeah. do the watering. Let God do the saving. You really want to love him well and say, Dad, is there anything in this life you want me to do? Uh, Dad, is there any dream or regret that you have? You know, start, let, let them think about it then. And again, that's only a half-hour conversation. You may need another two or three conversations before you get, but that's a lot to digest if you've not. If you're older and you got some regrets or this is my son and he wants to know if there's any dream I can fulfill for him, those are all beautiful, reflective, painful, deep, uh, heart-wrenching questions that right. can't be like on an academic essay test. You know it needs to right. it need you, you you've got to walk with that conversation and journey it, put a pen in it now and talk about it again in another week or a month or or something right. like that you just can't Sort of uh, ask the question and say now write the survey, write the essay, and I'll tell you whether it's right or wrong. That's real deep stuff. And it's an ongoing conversation.
7: Right, and it's not a they're they're not black and white answers. There, there. Correct, a lot of, lot of gray in there.
3: That's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Hey, I appreciate your question. Thanks a lot. Okay, Jay.
7: All right. Thanks.
3: Blessings Good. to you. Let's go to Carl in Hyattsville, Maryland. Hi, Carl. This is Doctor Anderson. How are you?
8: Hi, Dr. Anson. Thanks for taking my call. It's a pleasure to be talking to you.
3: The pleasure is mine. Quickly,
8: first, let me just compliment you. I have mostly heard your program, but I only once or twice heard you preaching, and you are a very good preacher on target
3: because I studied
8: the Bible from cover to cover. I'm from Jamaica and have my background in uh, Ethiopian studies and within the rest of our movement. But anyhow, my my question is... um, is um, pertaining to um, the eternal life, or in Hebrew it might be olam, if yes, I remember sir. It, Yes, sir. Which which uh, can be interpreted life in the age to come.
3: Uh-huh. Um,
8: the one theological difference is that you have some Bible scholars or theologians who say that when somebody dies, which the Bible says, when yeah. the soul, the soul sin shall surely die, not maybe, mm-hmm. and, and this... Even the soul of, uh, of, of of people live on in eternity, if they're bad.
3: I got about but 20 seconds that, here, Carl.
8: <laughs> yeah, everybody goes to the earth, and, and then when Christ comes, that's the time when we'll be resurrected yes. and given eternal life. That is what he'll bring with us. So I'd like you to just discuss that matter for us thank you very much
3: it's a great question i appreciate it carl from hyattsville maryland so when i get back i'm going to answer the question based on how i uh understand it everybody may not agree but you can at least get my opinion on it i appreciate it carl blessings to you this is real talk with dr david anderson
1: I'd like to share with you my thoughts on the importance of the family business. You know, these days people send their children to college to learn a trade that no one in the family has done before. They move away, they work for someone who doesn't love them, and then they trade their infinitely valuable time for a little bit of someone else's money. The old plan was to get a job but lay aside each month and later start a family business. As the owner, you leverage the time of others and earn off hundreds of man hours per day, It's called financial leverage. The added benefit is that each generation teaches the next and builds on these skill sets, and your children have the competitive advantage of experience. That's a great plan for potentially creating generational wealth. We offer our students a powerful education on how to trade in the U.S. stock and options market, coupled with sound investment advice, and all from our family business. We're here to help you reach your biggest goals through taking small steps. Join us and bring your family. Coming to the Renaissance Arlington, June 1st and 2nd. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723, or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com.
0: The following is a true story. My name is David Bryant. When I was 37, my wife and I decided to get term life insurance through SelectQuote. Just three years later, I was diagnosed with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Because of life insurance, the people I love most in this world will be protected no matter what happens to me. 800- 671 That's 800-671-7070.
7: 671 7070 or go to selectquote.com. This is a paid endorsement. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Not available in all states.
2: Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking
3: your calls today. Enjoy the show. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How are you today? Welcome to the second half of the show. If you're just joining us, We're talking about the theology of eternity and everlasting life. The two things are different. We're all eternal beings if we're human beings, uh, but we won't all have eternal life. That's based on whether you accept the one who offers life on his conditions, uh, not yours. Because we're all born uh, in death, unfortunately, because of our sin problem. Uh, we're born in sin, shaped in iniquity, and so uh, we are born to die now. Uh, but because God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son, uh, Jesus, so whoever would believe in him wouldn't perish or die, but have eternal or everlasting life. Now, will you still die Physically on the earth? Yes. Why? Because remember what death means. Death means separation. Two kinds. First, separated from God. So you and God are spiritually separated, but also separated from your body. So your body is now separated from your spirit. So when you die, because when you get saved, when Christ forgives you and saves you and gives you everlasting life, that everlasting life is spiritual. So, the physical body will die; it will fall to the earth and die. This body will not make it to heaven; it is corruptible, and it is mortal. So every human is corruptible and mortal Now, the only way you can get to heaven then is to to be redeemed, to be forgiven, cleansed, and eternal life is now put in you, and the holy Spirit seals you seals you until the day of redemption. When God comes back, then you will spend eternity. In everlasting life with him in heaven. But the body you currently have won't make it. You see, your body can't handle, look, you can't even look directly at the sun without being blinded. Well, the glory of God is so bright that your physical body would literally combust if you were to see all the glory of God. So we only see God dimly, slightly. We cannot even look at God. But when we are changed from this corruptible body to an incorruptible, glorified, immortal body a new body that's given to us we'll still recognize one another but now we'll have this uh, body that has been glorified Um, now we can take in the glory of god so the question becomes from carl when you die do you go into the earth and then when christ comes back he takes you up from the earth so you can have eternal life some believe that theologically that you are asleep or dead or you just don't don't even know time's passing and so a thousand years goes doesn't matter whether it's a minute or whether it's a thousand years you sleep and then when God comes back through his son Jesus Christ you will be awakened to spend eternity with God that's one view the other view is as soon as you die and your body falls to the ground your spirit Uh, goes to be with God in heaven immediately, where Paul might will say in Philippians 121, for to me to live is Christ, but to die is gain. So I, as soon as I die, I gain Christ. And also absence from my body physically means presence or being at home with the Lord, as he says in second Corinthians chapter five. So which one do I believe? Well, it doesn't matter. uh, First of all, whether you believe the first one or the second one, either way you win, right? You're with God the next time you open your eyes. So that's the good news. But I believe that you transition immediately. Like when the thief on the cross uh, said, remember me when you get to your, you know, when you get to heaven, uh, you know, Jesus says today, you will be with me in paradise. In other words, right now, as soon as you die, uh, you're going to be with me. There's not going to be a waiting period or anything like that. So I tend to believe, in the scriptures that I would pull up are like some of the ones I've already talked about, that that means that we immediately transition to be in the presence of God. So then the question becomes, if that's true, Pastor David, then what about when Christ comes back and it says that the dead in Christ will rise, right, as it says in First Thessalonians chapter 4. Well, um, I believe that the dead in Christ, those who have died in Christ, let's say you're uh, um oh boy, it's getting a little graphic here, but let's say a, a plane blows up and your body is just spread all over the place, or you're cremated and your body's just spread all over the place. Well, when David, who's in the spirit, is with God and he comes back with Christ, then David's... Uh, old body and his new body will come together. He'll be glorified. And now you'll have the uh, the perfect David, if you will. Now, again, I can't substantiate all of that. So that's why I'm telling you what some of its word, some of it's my opinion. You have great theologians on both sides of the issue, and they can argue both sides of it. All I know is that when I die, I'm going to be with the Lord. Whether I'm asleep for a thousand years and don't even know it, or whether I'm with him that whole time and come back with him, I'm excited to know that my absence from my human body will mean presence with the Lord. Now, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to run to my break because I have to. As soon as I get back, Sarah and Adam and Lynette, I'm coming to you. I have two other lines open. If you have a question about this or you want to talk to me about it, get in where you fit in, 888-432-7434.
0: Like a brand new pair of jeans. I feel like taking chances I feel a lot like 17
2: In bookstores now, Gracism, the art of inclusion. What if you take a negative word like racism and a positive word like grace and blend them together? Then you have Gracism, The focus is on the positive both when it comes to ministry and life so that we can all reach the worthy vision God has laid out for us. There is no doubt that author Dr. David Anderson believes that through the movement of the Holy Spirit and by following the seven sayings of a gracist, we all have the capacity to become gracists ourselves. This book is a must read for anyone who wishes for the extension of favor on their lives and the lives of everyone they encounter. Racism, the Art of Inclusion is published by Inner Varsity Press and can be purchased at your local bookstore, Amazon.com, or going to AndersonSpeaks.com.
3: Have you ever walked into your basement and there was that smell? You weren't quite sure what it was mold, mildew, cracks, or blistered paint in your walls? Well, listen you need to call Best Buy Waterproofing. They'll come by, give you a free inspection, and they'll let you know, is it water wreaking havoc on the foundation of your home? They have more than 30 years of experience, and they're ready to give you and all my listeners a free basement inspection. All you got to do is give them a call. 844-980-3707. One more time, here's the number. 844-980-3707. Check them out at bestbuywaterproofing.com. And by the way, if you do business with them, they'll donate $500 to support my radio ministry. So give them a call. Best Buy Waterproofing.
9: Nothing is more classy on a well-dressed man than a nice pair of shoes to complete the stylish look. Whether you want a pair of custom-made shoes or simply want to repair those well-worn shoes you've always loved, Joe Stern from Cobbler's Bench is the man to see. Cobbler's Bend Shoe Repair Shops are located all around the nation's capital. Check out a location near you at Cobbler's Bend Shoe Repair.com. Cobbler's Bend Shoe Repair repairs all leather items and shoes.
2: Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show.
3: And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. So good to. Hang out with you, Daryl, on Facebook. Thank you, Mariana. Thank you so much. Kevin, thank you for tuning in. And the rest of you on my Facebook Live at Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Today we're talking about the theology of eternity and everlasting life. My number in studio is 888-43-BRIDGE. That's 888-432-7434. Let's go to Adam in Glen Burnie, Maryland. Hi, Adam. Welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Adam, are you there? Going once, going twice. So sorry I missed you. Call me back if you want. Uh, let's go to Sarah in Rockville, Maryland. Hi, Sarah. Dr. Anderson here. How are you?
9: Hello, Dr. Anderson.
3: Hi. What's your comment or I, question?
9: Hello. I have, I have a two-part question. I don't know if you're able to answer them, but what's the difference between uh, your spirit and your soul?
3: No, it's a very good question. Uh, some people put it together. They say the spirit and the soul are the same thing. I believe that the soul is your psyche, and that's where the Greek word uh, "souke" uh, uh, and where we get our word psychology or mind. So I believe, like the soul is our is our mind and our inner person, but the spirit uh, is is that uh, inner man or inner woman so some people would separate them and they would be known as a trichotomist they believe that you have the mind the soul and the spirit then you have this dichotomist who would believe uh in uh the what they call the immaterial and the material now let me explain this because i know it gets a little uh crazy here but there's so many different parts of the non-material part of man material meaning the physical So we say that that's one part, the physical. Then you have the non-physical or the immaterial part of man. And they say, well, there's will, there's emotion, there's personality, there's soul, there's spirit. There's so many things that we can't divide them up. So we just say there are two parts to a man, the immaterial and the material. That's the dichotomous. So they don't even try to separate soul and spirit. Okay. Then you have the trichotomous who says, well, hold on. Yes, you have the physical. That's one. But then you have the soul and the spirit. So we want to divide soul and spirit. And so therefore, we would say that a human being is a living soul. So everyone has an eternal soul. But only those who trust Christ, spirit comes alive because the spirit of God connects with their spirit, which was dead. And it's and that God doesn't just make bad people good. He makes dead people alive. So, while you're a living soul, you're not a living spirit, and your spirit comes alive when it's quickened by the Holy Spirit through salvation. Did I lose you, or are you right there with me?
9: Yeah. So, so, so they're one and the same.
3: It depends on your view. They can be one in the same. What I'm saying is some people put them as one in the same. Other people separate the two. I separate okay. the two. My my David Anderson's opinion based on scripture is that they okay. are two separate things. The soul, which is the psyche of the human being, and then the spirit, which is either dead or alive, depending on whether it's quickened or brought alive by God through salvation. Got it.
9: And then my last question is, so is. If- If someone commits suicide, do they go to to heaven or do they go to, you know, somewhere else?
3: Well, the way you die doesn't determine where you live after you die. And so, therefore, if someone dies through homicide, suicide, genocide, that doesn't determine your eternality. All right. What determines your eternality is Whether you have faith in Jesus Christ or not, that's the only determining factor is have you placed your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins? That is it. What have you done with Christ? So if I commit suicide because I'm depressed one day, uh, I'm not going to spend eternity in hell because I had a bad day and I killed myself. Now, it's terrible to do it, and there's a lot of reasons not to, uh, and I would encourage anybody who's thinking about it to go get help because the reality is we don't want to take our own life. Our life is in God's hands, and that's the bottom line. But there's no scripture that says, well, if you commit suicide, uh, you're going to hell, or if you commit suicide, you'll get to heaven quicker. Okay. Does that help you?
9: Yes, it does.
3: Okay, great. Great questions, by the way, Sarah. Thank you so much from Rockville, Maryland. Wow, we're getting a little deeper here because the questions are getting deeper. I like it. Let's go to Baltimore, Maryland. Lynette is on the line there. Hi, Lynette. Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Lynette, I'm coming to you. Are you there? Going once, going twice. So sorry I missed you. Call me back. I do want to talk to you. Let's go to Adam in Glen Burnie, Maryland. Hi, Adam. Dr. Anderson here. How are you?
10: I'm doing well, Doctor Anderson. It's uh, been very nice uh, two weeks getting to know you and learning from you. I just moved here uh, from Cleveland, Ohio, where oh, I used wow. to listen to WSR, and it was very nice to find uh, Moody
7: Radio
3: here. Hey, well, first of all, let me just say uh, welcome to the area. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, I am on Moody often, but this is not. Just to be clear, this is not a Moody station. It's a Salem station. But I did graduate from Moody Bible Institute, so there you go. Okay. Uh,
10: Oh, <laughs> well, I apologize. No worries. <laughs> <I just assumed.
3: laughs> yeah, well, you got a mo- you got I, a moody guy on Salem Radio, so there you go.
10: <laughs> okay, that's fine. I was just happy to find a uh, Christian radio station that had uh, people talking about the Bible. That was a blessing to me. I, I moved here for a job, and part, I, I'm a salesman. I just drive all over Maryland, and I listen to the radio. I'm all day, so
3: glad you been, you've tuned in to me, my yeah, friend. So, what's your comment yeah, or question on this one, Adam? Everybody.
10: Mhm um I was calling about when you guys earlier were talking about death yeah um there's a verse in Ecclesiastes i don 't know if it's six, four or four six I can't remember, but it says that death is the destiny of every man. those who are alive and remaining should take it to heart. Are you familiar with the verse i I'm,
3: I'm, I'm making myself there so I can familiarize all of us <laughs> together, especially other people who might be driving so uh let's see if we can sure. get there really quickly. What were your thoughts I can't about remember it remember
10: if it's yeah, I don't remember if it's six four or four or six. It's somewhere right, right around that part of Ecclesiastes. But it, it it it's an interesting comment because I've read it many times in the past. And I, I guess one, I, I would like to get your take on that verse, what you how it impacts you. Two, uh, lately I've been really looking at. The response and condition of people uh, throughout life, you know, the Christian view of death, you know, when we come to a, a realization of our sin, that yep. we're, we're guilty, you know, that leads to us searching for help. Where, you know, if somebody's drowning in water, they they reach for something to grab. Right. And, uh, and they, you know, that leads us to grace. The grace of God then produces a repentant lifestyle, which leads to gratitude, and gratitude leads to joy. Um, mm-hmm. From a worldly perspective, it seems like unbel- you know people who don't have that concept on life. They, it seems like uh, condemnation leads to self pity. Self pity leads to you know that whole victim mentality, entitlement, and that leads to depression. And we see lots of depression. And as you guys were talking about suicide and stuff, yeah, it seems like that's the other side of the coin. You know, yeah. um, my 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 thought here is. Um, is it is it more than just coming to a realization of the grace of God, knowing that you know Jesus died on the cross for our sins? We understand that we look at the cross and we say, "Wow, what a merciful God!" Right. But the other side is to look at the cross and say, "Wow, God, the Father let His Son be beat to a pulp because of sin." And 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 the the concept of the writer Ecclesiastes is saying, "Look, death is reality. Right. Everyone should take it to heart. Everyone should take it to heart. This is going to happen." And is it the, the American dream or the the uh, you know the modern way of living where we just look forward to vacation and college and money and success and and, and it's like everyone's gotten away from that reality. Sure. that We live in a fallen world. Pain and suffering is around every corner of life. Yeah, it keeps you humble and it causes you to yearn for God.
3: Well, you so know, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I, I think that some of this comes with discipleship uh and and growth because you know colossians 3 says set your you know, mind on things above, not things of the earth, because we were seated with Christ. Uh, and so sometimes what happens is we set our minds on the things of earth and not of God, and we forget about the eternity and we just think about the temporary. So I think part of it is just being among believers, not uh, uh, forsaking the fellowship with other believers, reading our word and growing in the faith so we can keep an eternal perspective while we're living through the temporary. And this is why Romans, uh, which I love the verse, which says, you know, your current suffering doesn't even compare to the future glory that is that will be revealed in you romans 8 18 when i get when i get back from the break let me see if i can find this verse i think it's ecclesiastes 9 5 but let me get to it and as soon as we get back my friends you listen on the other side look i know i
0: don't deserve to touch tonight bro
2: have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt Are you barely getting by making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people. They're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800 810 6964. 800 810 6964. That's 800 810 6964. Message and data rates may apply.
5: Guys, this may be the last time you ever have to think about hair loss. Because I'm telling you, Bosley is the real deal. They're giving men their hair back permanently, their real hair. All it takes to get started on the hair gain train is a single text message. You'll get an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card when you text EDGE to 85850. Check them out now. Bosley will show you for free how great your hair could look. Dude, this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're America's number one hair restoration expert. Ahead of the curve with the latest technology. And the best part, Bosley's solution is permanent. You're going to love what they'll do for your hair. So drop what you're doing long enough to send a text. Get your free information kit and gift card for $250 off by texting EDGE to 85850. Don't forget, that's E-D-G-E to 85850.
0: MyPillow has now made it easier than ever to own a MyPillow. Not only are they still offering a 10-year warranty, not only is it guaranteed not to go flat, made in the USA, washable and dryable, but here is one of their best offers yet. For a limited time, go to mypellow.com or call 800-517-3636. Use the promo code WAVA to take advantage of the four-pack special. You'll get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. Now you can take your MyPillow with you when you travel and even give one to a friend. There's no excuse to delay any longer. Purchase the best pillow you'll ever own. Call 800-517-3636. Get the four-pack special. That's 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster and you will stay there longer. Call 800-517-3636. Notice the difference a good night's sleep can make at home or now even when you travel. Call 800-517-3636 or go to mypellow.com and you Use the promo code WAVA.
2: Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show.
3: And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Lori, and Tanya. Thank you for tuning in there on Facebook Live as well as the rest of you. Uh, you can always watch the show later uh, at any time you'd like. 888-432-7434 is my number. we still got a, just a couple of minutes. By the way, I think that the verse you're talking about, my friend, uh, from before the break is um, Ecclesiastes 9.5. If it's not... Please feel free to write me at info at Andersonspeaks.com. Just go to my website, Andersonspeaks.com. Shoot me an email with the verse you're thinking of, and maybe we can discuss it there. But it says, For the living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing. They have no further reward, and even the memory of them is forgotten. So, Uh, If that's the verse you're talking about, let's discuss that uh, on email because it's probably more than I can handle in just the next four minutes, and I definitely want to get to another call or two. So let me keep moving. Lynette from Baltimore, Maryland. Let's go there. Hi, Lynette. Welcome. How are you?
6: Hi, Dr. Anderson. Can you hear me? I
3: can hear you. Thanks for calling. What's your comment or question, please? First, I just
6: wanted to say it's such an honor to be on your show today. I always feel prompted from the Holy Spirit to call in, and I never do. Mm. I just was calling because this is a subject that's very close to the Lord, and eternal life is something that He promises us. Mm -hmm. Now, they say we overcome by the blood of the testimony. So I had a testimony that I did die. I didn't Mm want to go into great detail but it was like a poison type situation, mm-hmm. and I was absent from my body and present with the lord mm-hmm. and I was in a heavenly place, but uh everything there was happy, mm-hmm. so when you're taking something to heart, take death as a happy and joyous occasion for the believer, right because I didn't see Jesus, but I saw the glory and the light, and mm-hmm. the people there. They were just smiling at me, and they had glorified bodies.
10: Mm-hmm. So you
6: will even probably know your family members is what I'm thinking.
10: Gotcha.
3: Um,
6: the Lord, he wants us to have long life, and I felt like I was like a fish thrown back to the swamp or something.
3: Right. Well, I'm so sure you didn't want to come back after you comes- saw that glory, you know?
6: Well, I didn't know what was going on but once I got back that's when the sorrow set in that wow that was something you know and right. then I could really see the devastation of the earth and how dirty the earth is right. because like in heaven even the trees like dancing they're mm-hmm. in Everything is almost cartoon. Well, the, because scripture. So yeah, well, new.
3: the scriptures in Everything the scriptures tell. Brand new. Yeah, and the scriptures tell us, Lynette, I'm gonna let you go there. Thank you for your testimony. They tell us uh, that uh, heaven is going to be absolutely beautiful. Sounds like you had a great vision of it. Okay, I've got my final call, Teela. Teela, I've got about thirty seconds to a minute, but I wanted to get you on. What are you thinking?
10: Uh, okay, hi, Dr. Anderson. I have two quick questions. I'm wondering where the Great White Throne Judgment comes in. Because if you die, yep, and you're in heaven okay. already. Are you? Is God gonna? Are you gonna stay there gotcha. before He judges? And the second one is where Jesus says, "If you don't forgive men their sins." then the Father won't forgive you your sins. Got it. So let, me drop, thing- let me
3: drop you right there only because the show uh, is over. Great white throne judgment will happen uh, where uh, those that don't know Christ will be separated from God forever. The Bema seat of Christ is the judgment seat for believers where we will indeed be commendated for what we do. That all happens in the eternal state that's about all i got time for and by the way you need to forgive other people but god will forgive you but then through your forgiveness you must let other people go i wish i had more time but i don't thank you lord for the show in Jesus' name amen and amen